Welcome to episode 24 of Love, Words, and Poetry. Our opening poem was published in the Lyric in the spring of 2012. Exiles, dashing a dusty winter from my feet, I exchanged the gray currency of snow for primroses in San Francisco, where a February sun conspired with diligent rains to fling out green tapestries on Bay Area hills. By April, they burned brown and maize. Spring evaporated into heat. Summer erupted into fire. Going west, I learned to scan between the lines to find the loss of scarlet frames of maple trees alight in October chill, vanished with our winter names, hobbled by frayed green ropes of days. The love letters I'm sharing today were written on a very vulnerable topic How do I feel when I know I have hurt you? It showed how much we were willing to trust each other already just a little while after our weekend and also led us to discover new ways of healing. In my letter, I wrote, Dearest Wes, I have a lot of different feelings when I know or think I have hurt you. The first one is usually guilt. I get a sick feeling in my stomach and a lot of nervousness, and I feel like a terrible person who's going to be severely punished, and I feel like literally wringing my hands over and over. Then I start feeling really sad and sorry for you, and I imagine vividly how I would feel if you had done the same thing to me, like when I forgot to get your birthday cake. I felt like crying, even though I knew it wouldn't make you feel any better. I also feel very anxious when I've hurt you, because I'm always afraid you'll be mad at me and yell, and I'll feel even worse, because I'll know you're justified. And then I'll turn in on myself and accuse myself of being callous and unkind and ungrateful, and I'll think how much better you are than me and what a terrible wife I am. But sometimes I start to feel better because especially since our weekend, I know I'm trying to be good to you and that if I do hurt you, you'll forgive me and we'll be closer than we were before. And I don't ever want to hurt you because I love you so much. Yours always and always, Vicki. In his letter, Wes wrote, Dearest Vicki, When I know I have hurt you, I feel very ashamed of myself, more so, of course, when I have done it intentionally to get back at you for something than unintentionally. I feel very unworthy of you since you seldom, if ever, really hurt me. Sometimes I feel frustrated when what has hurt you so is a result of a personality trait of mine, monopolizing every conversation that I can never seem to get under control. With all the remorse comes a feeling of tenderness, 
I want to make it up to you, tell you I didn't really mean to hurt you. Sometimes I then feel very protective of you, like I have almost shattered a very delicate object and want to make sure it doesn't break. My lover, I feel so terrible when I know I have hurt you. I always resolve never to do it again, but I never seem to be able to keep that resolution. You know that I love you so very much. Always, your Wes. These letters helped us to know how much we needed to work at not hurting each other and to ask for forgiveness when we had. Later, a friend suggested that every night we ask each other for forgiveness for any hurts we'd caused that day. And from then, always, we asked each other for forgiveness every night, and it seemed to help us grow closer and closer to each other. Today's phrase of the day is the last line of the closing poem, Our Fingertips Are Fountain and Fire. The poem is about my childhood and the way my brother and I would follow my father as he mowed paths in the backyard. My brother became a musician and composer, and I became a poet, so I imagine that from our fingertips we have released fountains of beauty and fire. When We Were Magical for Alex The tang of fresh-cut grass scythes away the years. My brother and I are children again, barefoot, brown-limbed, following the widening paths our father mowed as he engineered the weaving of a bewitching world of verdant passageways unfurled as morning dissolved into noon. We never needed the moon. We were tumblers and gymnasts on a backdrop as vast as all the neighborhood's yards, where we starred in a universe we created and changed, appearing and vanishing like a mirage, our stories curled out as our entourage easily rearranged. And now, for all of beauty we desire, our fingertips, our fountain, and fire. May you have a week full of beauty, fountains, and a beautiful creative fire.